This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepy pastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy presents the 31 Days of Horror. Day 3. Darkness. Credited to David on Creepypasta.com. It all started after moving into my new house. Yeah, it's pretty cliche. Believe me, I know. But it's what happened. I never experienced anything supernatural before that, and, though interested, I never really expected anything to happen to me. I was able to rent a house for pretty cheap. I didn't think anything of it because it was old and not in the best neighborhood, so I guessed I got a good deal. After moving everything in, things were fine for a while. I don't remember exactly when it started because it seemed so minor at the time. I'd leave a light on in the kitchen or the bathroom and come back and find it off. Honestly, I thought I was just forgetting that I turned them off already when I came back. After a while, I began to wonder. I started to leave a couple of lights on on purpose. Sometimes, nothing would happen. Sometimes, I'd come back to find the lights turned off. By now, I figured out something was off. I wasn't really scared, but just confused. I thought maybe something was wrong with the electronics. I started leaving lights on a bit more often. It freaking killed my PG&E bill. Because I thought I might be able to get some sign of why they would randomly shut off. That's when it started to take another turn. The first real time I remember something crazy happening was when I left the kitchen and living room light on while I was asleep. I woke up to a deep, rumbling growl coming from the kitchen. Now, from the bedroom, you can see down the hall to the living room, and that room is connected to the kitchen. I remember waking up and thinking that there was an animal or something in my house. I looked down the hall toward the living room to see the light darker. Somebody had flicked off the light from the kitchen. Another low growl came, this time from the living room, and I nearly screamed as I saw something bolt across the length of the hall opening, and then the living room light went out. I couldn't tell exactly what it was, though. It just seemed like a black shadow or something. It didn't really matter. I was scared shitless. I bolted from my bed and then threw on the bedroom light, expecting something to be in this room and getting ready to come after me. Nothing. There wasn't anything in the room. I let out a low breath and then I slowly moved down the hall into the living room. Once I got to the end, I practically bolted to throw on the light switch there. Again. Nothing. Kitchen next, and once again, nothing. I was starting to think I'd dreamed all of it before I went to turn off the kitchen light and stopped. Now, I was a grown man, but here I was terrified to turn off that switch. And I'll admit it. I slept with all the lights on that night. That was a mistake. 
When I woke up the next morning, all the lights were off once again. I went to push myself out of bed and winced as my body felt sore. I pulled the sheets off to see long red marks running down along my legs and arms. It looked like something scratched me in the night. That terrified the hell out of me. But not nearly so much as when I saw what happened. Every light I left on was smashed. Every light bulb that was on last night was broken. Every lamp knocked over and smashed in. My breath caught in my throat and I looked around. Something was fucked up as hell here. And something tried to... Well, do something to me. I called in for work that day and went immediately to replace all the light bulbs. I didn't know what to do then. I thought about leaving, but, and I know this probably sounds stupid, but this was my home. It was my first time away from my family, and this was my home. I couldn't give it up. So, I stayed. Even as it got worse. Even though I was beginning to become terrified at the dark, I couldn't really sleep with the light on me at night in the bedroom. I'd leave other lights on, though, like in the hall or in the living room, giving myself enough to see pretty well in my darker room. And almost every night, I'd wake up in the middle of the night to hear something crawling and prowling around the living room, and then the lights would shut off. I didn't want to go look. I was terrified at the thought of being in the same room with whatever was in there. So I curled up in bed and prayed it never came in. One night, after this went on for a while, I had it. I bought a gun and turned on every light in the house. Then I sat down in the middle of the living room with my gun in my lap and a baseball bat sitting next to me. I waited. There was nothing at first for a long time. At around two in the morning, I began to hear it. Oddly, it was behind me. I turned and peeked toward the hall to my bedroom and could hear that familiar growl. I swallowed and held my gun in one hand and the bat in the other and slowly began to step around to get a better view of the bedroom from the living room. As I began to get a view of my bed, I heard a loud thump, followed by an inhuman roar. I, being the brave man I was, jumped back and away from the hallway. I wanted to end all this, but dear God, I didn't want to deal with that thing. I could hear tearing and smashing, but, and I don't know how I caught it, but I did manage to hear an audible click. And then nothing. Slowly I went back to peek down the hall and the light was off once again. A deep breath and I ventured forth my weapons ready. When I came to my bedroom and flicked the light back on, I gasped. My bed was ravaged, torn completely apart. It was like some animal had jumped into it and just ripped it to shreds. I stepped forward to look at what was left of my bed and just stood in shock for who knows when. It wasn't until I heard the sound of a familiar growl that I turned around. 
standing near my door, right at the light switch, was when I finally saw it. It was a man, a white and rotting man with a mangled body that looked like he'd once been a dog's chew toy staring at me. I was too in shock to even raise my weapons. He stared at me for just a moment and then flicked off the light. I screamed. I'm not even ashamed to admit it. I screamed and bolted. I didn't care that that was where that man had been standing. I ran right past where I'd seen him, swinging my bat like a madman. I nearly put a hole in the hallway as I ran through into the safe light of the hall. I turned to look back then, just in time to see him once again near the hall's light switch. He turned that one off, too. By then, I didn't want to fight. I wanted to be safe. I burst past the living room and into the brightness of my kitchen. I heard the sound of growling and scratching nearly all around me then, and I knew he was coming back. I looked back to once again see the mangled and rotten corpse of the man turn off another light with a broken finger and plunge me into terrifying darkness. I broke for the living room. This was going to be my final stand. I'd have to fight here. I drew close to the standing lamp that was my last line of defense. I hated the dark, so I'd stay right here, next to this comforting standing lamp. I waited for it to turn off, but it never did. I looked around and... Quiet. Nothing but quiet. I turned then to look at that saving grace of a lamp that refused to yield. I started to find myself laughing. <laughs> a crazy but alive laugh. And I thought I'd finally be okay. Stepped closer and I swear I almost hugged that lamp. Until I saw it. I heard their growl first coming not from behind me but in front from the lamp. My eyes widened and I stared as the light from the lamp intensified. I stumbled back and I don't know what happened but I think I tripped on something. I just know I found myself flat on my back staring up at that bright intense light. It wasn't comforting any longer. Just hot and heavy and bright I thought it was going to burn me away. And then it came. I don't have words to describe what poured from that lamp's light. It was hideous, twisted, and filled with rage. I know I'll never forget those eyes, though. Bright, hot, and white. Two glowing circles of pure malice. It hated me. It hated everything about me. And not just me. It hated all of us. Every human being. But it was stuck here. It would lash out at what it could. Me. I don't know how I knew this, but... I just knew. It lunged for me and I prepared myself for a painful death. Click. The light went out. Once again... 
darkness. Sweet, quiet, relaxing darkness. I stayed on the ground for a long moment, letting my eyes adjust as I kept my gaze fixated on where my standing lamp was. As the seconds passed, I could start to make him out. That mangled man standing by the lamp, one torn hand upon the switch as he looked down at me. I understood then. I understood what it all meant. Everything that happened. The man pulled his hand away from it and then pointed a mangled finger toward it before, very clearly, shaking his head from side to side. All I could find myself doing was nodding. He wasn't the one trying to harm me. All this time, all those instances, he was trying to protect me. That creature could only come in the light, and this mangled man had been trying to keep me safe. He didn't want someone else to repeat his mistakes. I moved out the very next day and never looked back. Nothing has come from me, and whatever it was, it was confined to that house. And so far, nothing has come at me from another light source. However, that thing will always stick with me in my mind. Every night in my new apartment, I made a habit of wandering around the house, making sure every light is off, every curtain is closed, and made sure to plunge myself in quiet, comforting, and safe pitch darkness. Have you ever sensed any other doors besides this one, like in different parts of the town or, or anywhere else? Some places you can tell that there is a door, you, and it's frustrating to be there because you can't reach it, but you know it's there. You want to go to it, but you can't. There's a lot of places that are like that. In Point Mystic or, or everywhere in the world? Mostly in Point Mystic. No other place has as many doors in the area as Point Mystic. Next time on Point Mystic, we find a mystery where the children of a small town have been building strange structures in the woods. Oh my god. Oh my. Look at it. That's amazing. Wow. That was how I first realized that I belonged here, that I was that I had been accepted is that point where I was with the other kids up in the woods building the structures. What are these artifacts? And what do they have to do with a mythical creature that's been a legend in this town for over a hundred years? Did you dream about a white rabbit? Not that. Something bigger. Something bigger? Yeah. I'm Christopher Reynaga. Come with me in search of stories behind the magic, the mystery, and the unexplained. This is Point Mystic. Subscribe now on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite podcast source. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, Please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, 
on Facebook or email us at creepypod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object Class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.